going to do... Um... We're going to talk about a film, yeah. That's are what we're we? Gonna do. Yeah, right, Riggs, we are, yeah. Riggs, I think, is the only person who's brought this film up before. It's been in a couple of top fives. Yeah. Idiocracy. Yeah. It was new to me. Was it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I had seen I've this. never seen it either. I had seen this before a long while back, and I managed to uh, to rope the missus in for this one as well. Okay. All right. Nice. Rare. Yeah. Okay. Well, she was treated to a real subtle movie, <laughs> I think. <laughs> it's layered. Yeah. And it, gonna, it takes some imagination because Idios- Idiocracy asks us to visualize a world in which America is a wasteland ruled by a crude reality t- TV star who can't produce the, pronounce the word nuclear properly. <laughs> and corporations manipulate and corrupt a population of the most vulgar and angry and stupid beyond all reason individuals you've ever seen. Yes. Uh, so fake news and pseudoscience. So far off the truth. Yeah. Yeah. But it was made in 2006, Mike Judge movie. Yeah, of Beavis and Butthead fame. Yeah. Also did Office Space, amongst other things. Yeah. So I knew the name. Yeah. Was it one of the Coen brothers involved? No, in I had to look that up because it's, e- it's Eaton. Right, okay. So I thought maybe that, because they, they do pseudonyms, and I thought well, maybe they'd just like knocked a letter out or something, and right. it's not, it's just different just, Okay. Yeah. Special Agent Johnson. Yeah. So it starts off present day. Yeah. As in 2006 present day, with one of the Wilson brothers. There's two Wilson brothers in this. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, the older one, I never knew even existed. He, uh, well, okay. So let's just say right now, how many he played- rivaling John Matrix for the best name in any film ever. Yeah. Beef Supreme. Beef Supreme. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that Beef Supreme? Is that's, that the, that's the eldest Wilson? Yeah. yeah. And then when you think about it, you can see the family resemblance a little bit. He's probably the best looking out of all of them. Mm. Yeah, no? possibly. Not they're all dreamboats. So, um, yeah. yeah, anyway, so this is it's the story of Luke Wilson. His character's Joe. Joe. And he has a job where he watches... Well, we start off with some narration, actually. Yeah, we, we do. We get some yeah. scene setting. We're told it's almost like a fable. There's some like militaristic yes. music and and it comes up and it says about as the 21st century began, human evolution was at a turning point and natural selection had once favoured the, the intelligent and Sorry, the yeah. strong and the fast it, and now just headed in... It's the family tree stuff, isn't it? ...favouring other traits. And instead we get like this caption of a smattering of porn stars and wrestlers and other things. Well, and then... Every- Everybody who was having babies left, right and centre was basically the the lower IQ. It splits, doesn't it? It gives you a couple sitting on a sofa and they say, well, we're not ready to have children yet. We need to make sure that everything's right. The market. And, and make sure the market's in the right place. It is all the rest. And then it yeah. cuts to some rednecks and they're just having a million kids. Yeah, exactly. And, and their family tree just like com- comedically just like populates the whole screen. Yeah. Um, Did you see some, there's like some dogs and stuff on yeah. there and what, like, George Bush is in <laughs> yeah. there somewhere you, as well. You, so like, but... you flash back then to this kind of uh, professional couple uh, a few years later, they've aged a little bit, but they're still not ready. Mm-hmm. Um, the market isn't quite there, and it's almost ridiculous to be thinking of it right now. Mm-hmm. And then we go back, there's more babies on the other family tree, and, yeah. and babies are having babies, and all kinds of going on and on. And you go back to the older couple, who are now kind of fraying well, at the edge. Yeah, he's, he's dead. dead. He's dead. He's had yeah. a heart attack, but they've frozen some sperm and That's some right. eggs. And no, the eggs, yeah, yeah, the eggs, yeah. And she's still kind of looking for somebody and... Yeah, yeah. He he passed away masturbating to provide a semen sample right. for their IVF. That's how he died. It's, it's the way everyone wants to go. Yeah. Hmm. But then we do meet 
Joe. Yeah. So he's like a slacker in, he's a military slacker, basically. He's in the library and he explicitly states he just wants to do his eight years so he can get his pension. He's, he's got on a nothing. cruisy job. Yeah. He's just sat there in the back. Somebody comes, he says, not sure. And they go away again. I mean, he, he's <laughs> been doing it for years. He doesn't have to sp- to speak. He, he kind of follows the mantra when he heard, what is it? Lead, follow, or get out the way. That's so right. he was very happy of getting out the way yeah. and just keeping his head down. But he's suddenly selected for for an assignment, specifically him. And as we'll come to learn, it's because he's the most average man that they could find in, in the, the military. Yeah. Average on every metric that it's you can unbelievable. imagine. <laughs> Plus, he doesn't, he's an orphan and doesn't have any siblings and is unmarried. So nothing had happened. So specifically selected for the job, which is which shown pretty quickly through... A slideshow that also features quite a lot of prominent pimp upgrade. Yeah. Who, yeah, he's going to be really good. That actually, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's the- going to be selected for a mission that they're going to test this hibernation pod that they're going to put people into kind of stasis. They sleep for a period of time and they can send their months. best soldiers into the future. Sort that, of thing. That's right. It's, it's 12 months he's going to have to sleep in this pod and they've also not been able to recruit internally for the female who's going to go in the other pod. So the the guy who's doing the presentation, he's some kind of captain or, or and he's delivering it to the colonels. He starts going through his kind of pimp life experience and yeah. how he's managed to find this this prostitute whose pimp upgrade will let her go for a year as long as some charges are dropped and mm. and he gets his money and things. But then you've really got to understand about pimp life. <laughs> he starts going into it and they go, no, no, just stop that, stop that. And he fires through about... 25 slides of him at various sort of <laughs> yeah. stages in the night of like hangover style almost at the end that's right yeah. this was Rita played by Maya Rudolph yeah it was weird to me to see her as a prostitute because I, I've only seen her in the sort of I don't say latter years but more recent films and um, yeah well, she's she more like in... mumsy no yeah. recently well she was just I, I, stuff like Bridesmaids and, and onwards and she's, in this, she's, hot, she's hot she's wearing like you know skimpy yeah. kind of mm. tight clothing with a lot of cleavage and it's like fine well, she, she's a very she's a um, light. tongue-in-cheek mm. kind of uh, character as well because added um, to your internet search history basically yeah. We, yeah. We, we we go into um, the experiment and they close down, they're given some kind of, you know, injection to make him sleep or something and pipes and tubes going into him. Yeah. And- Luke Wilson also completely oblivious to the point of being ridiculous to the fact that she is a prostitute. Yeah. She sort of circumvents talking about it a bit. And then he, even though about finding out about upgrade, thinks she's an artist and that's her boyfriend. So yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. So she, she, for him is just an artist who's going in there to, to get some money or something. And instead of waking up in a year's time, they wake up in uh, 500 years, 500 yeah. years. Time. Well, we yeah, get, because, we given this because thing, no, we got, get given this story of how it happens and the consequence of, it's, no it's predators the and yes, know, the no no natural. Natural. it's the extrapolation of what they've told us about the, how the breeding is going. That every generation is just getting stupider and stupider, and there's no plan in the work. Kind of like kind of like Wally, where there's just rubbish everywhere. And yeah. I think it what kicks it off, they say, is the great rubbish out garbage avalanche. Yeah, that's you right. see a truck just dumping something on an absolutely enormous mountain, like, mountain of, of rubbish, and rubbish, it just yeah. falls, and that kicks off their pods. 
like sliding down and yeah. smashing into is it Dax Shepherd's? Yes. That's that? right. Yeah. And it's the the general who was protecting the project got taken away and arrested for being involved in a prostitution ring, as we <laughs> saw in the video. So and then nobody knew about the experiment. It was hush hush. Yeah. And it's we see the passage of five hundred years illustrated by the restaurant Fuddruckers having its logo changed from <laughs> like Fuddruckers Fuddruckers to Duffruckers and eventually to Buttfuckers to show the dumbening of Yeah. Society. society and yeah L- luke joe he he wakes up in this pod in kind of just this rubbish in in the apartment of frito pendejo yeah, yeah. who's baiting, baiting. Uh, masturbating in his sort of <laughs> shit seat when it's you see like, his tv screen as well he's watching man gets hit in the balls ow my balls yeah, and then yeah. but then there's a million other things around the screen we're obviously like they're just so dumbed down and watching this shit and it is literally just a man going from different scenarios like getting kicked in the balls or yeah. landing on a fence or all this sort of shit and he's loving it yeah and it's to- and he's sitting in a recliner chair that's got like a toilet built into it <laughs> and and eating his food from a chair uh from a sort of straw thing Tube, that's yeah. like yeah yeah the future looks okay if you just want to sit mm. around baiting and watching tv all day and then he's kind of taken from this paradise by joe who's woken up in this pod behind him mm. and he doesn't really act too surprised he's just bothered that he's being spoken to um he which wants results, rid of him yeah it results in punching him in the face and pushing him out the window um so that took me joe ends up at the hospital then and it's obviously derelict and falling apart which he's, he's not really noticed he's gauging what the hell has gone on he doesn't know he's in no, his 500, he's 500 years, years ahead and he starts there at the doctor well, she gives to see the, some dates there's on. the triage first isn't there and uh-huh. uh she's got like pictures of things like oh like one guy's got like a knife in his asshole like, mm, <laughs> is it that and she doesn't know and then there's another bit where they're walking through the diagnostic machine and it's got three probes one goes in your mouth one goes in oh, your yeah. ear and one goes <laughs> so up your butt <laughs> and then the guy's like mm, hang on a minute just swaps them around <laughs> you don't know which is which very good and eventually he gets to see pot smoking doctor justin, uh, justin long, long. Yeah. yeah and he diagnoses him as being unfortunate they use quite an unfortunate word now really they use the retarded word which is quite a bad word now isn't it? well there's loads of stuff now where it shows that even since 2006 it's aged quite badly mm. yeah in terms of some of the language that's used because there's a couple of times where but, white people say the n-word as yeah. in casually yeah, yeah. is that yeah, yeah. The, i think the police say it at one point but at this point he's just because he's he's not super intelligent, but relative to these guys now, he is. He's and a genius. In fact, it comes it comes across later in the plot that he's the most intelligent man in the world. Yeah, he's going to solve all their woes. But because he doesn't speak the way they do, they refer to him as being retarded or a fag. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh dear. He's, yeah. he, to them, it's like, oh, I speak like this, and yeah. I'm very posh. That's kind of how they make it out to him. Because they're um, sort of grunting, almost monosyllabic like culture of people. They can barely communicate and they're all medicated and and we know and, and the corporations have taken over. It's all corporation And, it's and we know this because yeah. there is this narrative that that there's narration kind well, of that comes bit, over the it's, top. It's sometimes. kind of this bit at the hospital with Justin Long where he asked him to scan. They're all barcoded and, That's right. and he notices that he's unscanned. Why he's unscanned? And so he 
calls the police. Yeah. And this is the thing that kind of kicks off the chain of events. So eventually he's captured and he's forced to put his arm in this machine. Well, where... he's put on trial first and it turns out his lawyer is Frito. That's right. Pendejo, Who just guy. turns on him. Yeah, he turns on him in court and's like, I can't believe he ruined yeah. when I was baiting. And, uh... <laughs> I, I th- yeah, he, he gets this kind of tattoo barcode. He gives his name is not sure. Because he's, um, all, he's all disorientated and he's like, what's going on? And he's answering these questions. And the first thing that he says is... I think that it picks up as Shaw. Yeah. And then it wants to get his first name. So he, he's got this picture or his idea of him like squirming in the seat with the name of not Shaw. But now he's got this scan on his barcode imprint on his wrist that is able to be captured whenever he's out and about because he, get, he breaks out of prison, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. It's, it's not exactly a heist thing. This. No. He just says that he's in the wrong queue and then they <laughs> send him out there. And then even if they did sh- have the wherewithal to shoot him, they've got sentry guns outside that shoot and destroy each other. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It just carried on turning. So even the technology is not really... Yeah, it's really easy to outsmart that and it's really easy to outsmart the people because Rita is trying to get some cash or some food from a vending machine Mm. and a guy comes up to her recognizes that she's prostitute and she says I charge by the hour but I can't see you for a couple of days but and but you still got a charge so he's like handing over oh baby oh baby (laughs) you make me wait good (laughs) i'll wait another two days i'll wait three days he's like yeah pushing it on so Uh, she's quite smart with it she's like switched on to it straight away yeah that's what i mean she's very tongue-in-cheek about the whole thing she's just looking at him like they're fucking mad she hasn't got also it's also at this moment she has still hasn't realized that it's it's 500 500 years years. no how much is changing in one year yeah, you know when she kind yeah. of looks at her, yeah. I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Run. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, they go on the run, don't they? And because of his wrist well, he, scan, he, he's, uh, he's captured and forced to take a, a test. Yeah, because so he went. He get the the time machine. He thinks that's there's right, a time yeah. machine that's going to be Costco. able to take him back at Costco. Yeah, it's where he got his law degree. <laughs> um, as Starbucks is a place where you go to get hand jobs as well inside inside the the world's most enormous Costco, and they were allowed yeah. to use all those logos, which is quite like crazy when you well think we can about get onto that at the end because it's is quite interesting starbucks in there as well yeah, yeah there was. that's um, where you get yeah. hand jobs yeah. yeah so yeah this is that's so, where you get hand jobs normally no you can do but i don't think they advertise it quite as uh as openly as they did in this movie oh, right, yeah. okay yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> we were born too early yeah well, i don't know yeah, and this is where he gets scanned, and then this is where he's delivered to the White House, where President Dwayne El- Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho, which <laughs> is Terry <laughs> Crews, a f- he's a five-time Ultimate SmackDown wrestling champion he's, and porn he, superstar. He, yeah, he, well, he's the which is ironic given his stance on porn these days. The big guy yeah, out. Terry of, C- he's the big guy out of Brooklyn Five Five. Yeah. yeah, Nine Nine Brooklyn. Yeah, well then, we see him take his test, his his yeah. IQ test, and it is absolutely ludicrously basic. Yeah. And they can't believe that he's... See, the guy's trying to shield his answer as he's, like, jamming a a circle into a square. Brilliant. Um, And the problem is that the the world... He's recruited, basically, as Secretary of the Interior because of the crop shortages and a dust bowl and a crippled economy. So, you know, he's a pretty sharp guy, actually, President Camacho, in this world of morons. Yeah, well, he's good at self-preservation because... His approval rating is sort of on the slide, but he knows how to... Well, he can pull out a gun every now and again, yeah. shoot that in the air and just tell everyone to shut the fuck up while he says, House of we're going to fix it. House of Representatives, we're going to fix it. And the smartest guy in the world, he's going to do it. We got him now. In yeah. one week. So in he, he sets up that he's going to fix this, he's going to fix that and everything in one week. We see and the cabinet, don't we? It's uh, like some 
stupid little it's kid. like a mix of nepotism and people who won contests and <laughs> yeah. just yeah his friends that sort of thing so doing less than the most other people to to fix anything um, but they go into the field um because that seems as good a place as any to start on fixing the crop problem and he realizes that water is actually an old thing it, it well, it's was, from the uh, toilet yeah that water's just for the toilet the plants are living off like gatorade or something with yeah. electrolytes in it yeah. and brondo it's a thirst mutilator yeah <laughs> that's right uh, and everybody's on this all the time and we kind of learn that the company brondo company had taken over the water company the fda and and everything hmm. else uh, a few hundred years ago and so they just decided to market and push brondo into everything including yeah. brushing your teeth and because it's got electrolytes exactly and, and that's what you need. And so water's just for the toilet. Yeah. So Joe recognises this might not be a great idea and says, why don't you put water on? And he can't from get... From the toilet. From the toilet. Can't get yeah. anybody to... He tries explaining it to them in multiple different ways. You see him with graphs and stuff yeah. like that. Eventually he tells him that he can talk to plants and the plants have told him that they need water. So the president says, all right, I'll give it a bash. Unfortunately, that immediately crashes the economy because basically everybody works for Brondo yeah. or <laughs> buys Brondo in some way. So suddenly with the turning off of Brondo to the water su to supply with no immediate benefit, Joe is sort of public enemy number one. Yeah. And I he have to say, sorry to interrupt, but it's, it was very swift the fact that their uh, share in the stock went to zero. Yeah. As soon as he puts water on one crop, Mm. or somewhere on some cross, yeah. all the shares go to zero. It is a subtle movie, go, yeah. Chris. It's, it's, you it, know. it likes to take its time to yeah. explain <laughs> these concepts to you. Yeah. But yeah, they, they did rush that through. And, and we find our hero in a arena surrounded by people um, well like actually i did have one observation dan that is in scenes that are very difficult to imagine a mob attacks the seat of power in washington mm. eventually <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> eventually taking yeah. eventually taking over actually the white house itself as they drag him off i just wanted to mention that because it's so difficult to it yeah 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 no that's right just a fantasy world yeah uh, so his punishment for causing all this uproar is you know like a gladiatorial battle against monster trucks yeah with large weapons what was that, that, what was that dildo program things. was it the robot wars robot wars so it's basically robot like a War. giant version of that yeah uh, he's, and he's got a sort of flaccid sort of purple dildo well they've the, they've also realized that he's escaped once so they're not taking any chances and they've no, tied right. it they've chained him to a rock which is about the size <laughs> yeah. of a small car yeah. it's it needs to be taken, lifted with a crane or something, anywhere he wants to go. And instead of unlocking him, when they put him into his small The Rock car, of Triumph. Um, they just dump it on the back. So he's trundling along. It's a little bit Running Man. It's a little yeah. bit yeah. Gladiators. So there's two, I think there's two monster trucks already in the arena. Yeah, that's And then right. there's this giant one with a huge metal dildo on the front spinning around. What were their names? That's so big it, it can't... Was, it was something to do with arse, uh, anal yeah, sex. Yeah, it was like butt some... thruster or yeah, something. Yeah, something it, like it can't get through the archway to get into the arena, so it, it keeps uh, like going till it eventually knocks it down. Yeah, so, yeah, it takes down and the whole does, side of the arena. He does something that causes the two other ones to crash into each other and explode. Yeah. And that's when Beef Supreme emerges yeah the wilson i didn't i was unaware of this wilson brother until mm. this moment yeah so yeah beef supreme i think has a flamethrower he does, does he? indeed yeah. yeah and he's going after Flame Luke wilson um who's been well he said maya's gone out they've they've got she's gone to see one of the people in the studio behind the scenes mm. nick the camera or take force him out 
and they've gone into the field to see what's happening and lo and behold some of the crops have now sprouted they've germinated yes they've come There's through the lines ground. of green and so they're trying to get that broadcast it's very much like the running man actually yeah. on, on on the main screen so everyone can see that actually what he said was true and it will you know and we'll he, be able to he's kind of clung to the microphone that's been hoisted high above the arena now um mm. as, a, as a kind of trying to escape yeah. from this flamethrower which it, then getting lowered down so just as he's about to be taken out and burnt to a crisp the president steams in and takes out beef supreme that's right and saves the day and says wait a minute this guy's just got his motherfucking pardon. Yeah. So declared a hero. Yeah. Joe is invited to Big stay, time. but he's wants to go back in the time machine, yeah. which they then go and visit the time machine, turning out to be a theme park ride wherein Charlie Chaplin was leader of the Nazi party. And <laughs> yeah. he to be fair, that was actually quite funny. Yeah, that's right. They went through kind of like a Willy Wonka world of history on this sort of twister um, that they called the time machine that they thought at one point was going to bring them back home, but clearly this wasn't. Yeah, going to do it. So, but anyway, he'd already made his decision that he was happy to stay in the future with mm. uh, Maya Rudolph and it, and the movie ends with him having the three smartest children alive and Frito Pendejo having 27 of the stupidest or something by eight different women. And uh, I believe that is that how it ends. Yeah. There's a post credits. There is a post credit. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. yeah. Right, I don't see With that. Upgrade. Upgrade also was in a hibernation pod. Yeah. So was her recurring nightmare of Upgrade turning up in this future turned out to be true. He's coming back for I've, I've seen. Have you seen that, Dan? Did you, did no. You, I, 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 seen didn't, that. I didn't catch that bit. So yeah. that's that's a bit to keep watching Just right, to right the at end. the very end. Yeah. Ah. So Idiocracy 2, which I'm sure will be made any moment. Well, let's jump straight into the numbers. The budget for it was two and a half million. Right. Okay. Winner or loser? At oh, the it's a winner at two and a half mil. Yeah, I can't see this as a winner. Oh, probably a loser at the box office, I would think. But This didn't even do half mm. a milli, 495,000. Because... It wasn't really released, was it? Particularly When the studio saw it, they fucking shit themselves about all the frequent harsh critiques of recognisable corporations, and they wanted to just chuck it out on DVD just to get rid of it. But it was contractually obliged to have a theatrical release, so it got one week and one <laughs> week only before they binned it and sent it straight to DVD hell. Because what we haven't really got no, across is... No, absolutely no marketing for it whatsoever. Yeah. They didn't fucking put it out. Because it's a, like a deeply angry and stupid movie. Like, yeah. really mm. stupid. But some of the cinemas, because it was so, there was no marketing, they just had it titled as Untitled Mike Judge Project. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, it's wow. better quite, than that. Yeah. Would deserve, would it's just yeah, it's like a, you know, it's Rage Against the Machine. And, mm, and you know, America. you're watching it now thinking this is as subtle as a sledgehammer, but also, like I said, some of the like shit. Like a fucking documentary <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. There's so much that applies in real life, and you think, when you watch the movie, you think, this is stupid, but actually, yeah. <laughs> but this yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this actually happened already. Yeah. You didn't yeah. have to wait 500 years. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. accelerating to this point now. Yeah. yeah. that's uh, Yeah, that's the maddest thing. It didn't take 500 years. No. We're, we're pretty much there. Yeah, it, it's it's got its faults, definitely. This yeah, film. I worry there's some really deeply hideous politics at the centre of it. Like, the eugenics stuff is really nasty. Like, you can't it, you ignore that that theme in there is, is pretty horrible. But 
Um, yeah, and and some dated language. Language is, is, is really I didn't know. I didn't talk to pick about. up on that at all. They might have edited that out on Disney Plus because I did not hear a racial epithet from a white person. Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, definitely because I I've seen it today. All right, just wow. I don't know two hours ago, and I was uh, thinking, Oof, yeah, okay. yeah that's, I was yeah. thinking, how? and then it's just calling people that are cleverer than you a fag. <laughs> You're like, okay, right, wow. Yeah, yeah. well, um, they are from you know the most stupid people on the planet yeah. as well. So you can factor that into it. But um, probably, you know, we would have also used language in that time that would be unacceptable yeah, now, and probably also off air. Yeah, <laughs> but. The idea is really good. I really enjoyed it, uh, you know, taking yeah. those things It's, it's out an hour and a half long. It's silly. Not even um, that. I think it's about 80, 80 minutes. Yeah, it yeah. And it's got, it had enough to keep us entertained just about, you know, because it it is a bit silly and daft in, in mm. parts. But if you're in the mood for a silly daft movie with a bit of a point to it as well, with a bit of a moral to the story of, you know this social commentary social yeah commentary um, well just so how eerily prescient it was about a lot of shit that was going to happen not long after this movie was released that was going to be really powerful culturally hmm. and also did you notice their shoes side i did notice the shoes did anyone else notice the, shoes? the drip check out the drip it's crocs though yeah <laughs> that's the fucking drip and i know how much you enjoy crocs well i side. think so bad you and i have had that conversation more than once they were like completely unknown i was surprised that they actually existed at all when i yeah. saw that someone there's one where they're climbing up a, a, like a big pile of rubbish and i was like that can't be crocs and they wanted so they had no budget left for wardrobe yeah and they just discovered this brand, this tiny little brand where they looked fucking hideous or whatever. And they thought, oh, we can use them. No one's seen them before. And now obviously every fucking They're massive. hipster douchebag yeah, is wearing it, it became a real I think they were, them. They were yeah. bought because they were, they were cheap and they looked like yeah. nobody would ever buy them. Yeah. So that's sort what they Like from the future kind yeah. of things. And then it was quite a, a scene for Crocs. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so strong recommend. Yeah, if you haven't watched this, go give it a watch because I've... I can't even eulogize this enough. No. Well, yes, I, I can only agree. Huge. <laughs>